Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jerry. I'm Patrick. That's the song guy, Joe. Hello, hello. I want to start off with uh, a little story about my childhood, if that's okay. Obviously. Go for it. Ever since I was like three, maybe four, right? When I was, when I was like a baby, you know? I have had a fascination with uh, dinosaurs, the prehistoric era, you know, including dragons, but there's something else. But yeah, dinosaurs were like my thing. And I think um, a lot of a lot of kids can relate to that, you know. Um, I according to my to my parents, I don't remember this, but according to them, I used to know everything about every like major species of dinosaur. From the Cretaceous to the Jurassic to the to every other era, you know, to to give it some context, it's like the amount of knowledge I have of Pokemon is the amount of knowledge I had with dinosaurs. You know, I was like I was like the Pokedex, and I remember my favorite being amongst the Brachiosaurus, the long-necked one, and the the ones with the the wrecking ball on their tail, you know, the spiky ones. Those were like my favorite. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, um, I remember also watching some documentaries throughout my childhood. Documentaries when I was a kid about dinosaurs. <laughs> like I was a weird freaking kid, you know. And I, I've just always loved these giant reptiles, these beasts, you know. Most of them majestic, cool, vicious, cute, you know. Just always had a little fascination of them. And that kind of leads into, uh, you know, what we're talking about today. You know, we're talking about Jurassic Park, the movie, not the book, the movies. And man, are they good movies. Wow, I'm surprised oh to hear you say that. Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic Park has got some feats uh, in terms of movie making. It's not necessarily that they did anything like first or like uh, they, they didn't do anything necessarily unique. It's more so they took things that had already been done and did it better, which is ah makes it so good. Right. I know we were talking about um, movies and stuff like older movies like the like last week or something the other day. And you're like, you know, bad cgi and stuff kind of like takes you out of the immersion of it you know oh yeah so how how does that differ with jurassic park for you so well two things first off jurassic park has like barely any dinosaur cgi six minutes six minutes of the movie is dinosaur cgi 14 minutes of the movie is dinosaurs in general so already off the bat it's it's not rubbing in your face a bunch of CGI, uh, which, regardless, uh, what they also did is a bunch of different things to kind of hide the bad parts of the CGI. Like uh, the the famous T-Rex scene where he's messing with all the cars. Um, it's raining. It's dark. There's only, like, two sources of lighting. And so a lot of the... CGI is kind of 
a lot of the obvious computerly generated stuff is kind of hidden by the uh, that atmosphere and the ambiance. And then they also make the dinosaurs feel big by shooting on ground level. They just do a bunch of techniques that really sell the dinosaurs as actual dinosaurs. And I just absolutely love the movie because of that. Kudos to Steven Spielberg because Jurassic Park still looks amazing. Like normally, when you look at movies from the from the early '90s that that used CGI, it's 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 terrible. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, dude, they went all out to make sure it was as real as they could be. Like the the raptors are all CGI, like or uh, stop motion captured people, uh, so they can get the movements right, and they ha- they hired people who could act like raptors. <laughs> Imagine telling your your kids while watching Jurassic Park, you know, the scene where Ellie was turning on the circuit breaker and then the raptor comes behind her, just telling your kids, hey, look, that's me. Yeah, I'm the raptor, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, going on to, like, movie interviews and they're like, so what's your experience in movies? Like, "Mm, I'm the the raptor in Jurassic Park. You probably heard of me, seen me around. (laughs) I was the raptor sir <laughs> i mean to be fair like a lot of people got some weird parts in movies like uh benedict cumberbatch is the dragon in lord of the rings i'm pretty sure he's he he literally like it, it was stop motion captured too like he was like all over the floor uh just doing dragon things that's super cool i guess, I guess that is better than no job <laughs> um i wanna i wanna bring up a certain point the first movie made of Jurassic Park um Jeff Goldblum his character right uh I Ivan Malcolm his whole thing throughout the movie or, or like the whole theme I, I think the way I see it throughout the movie is like man has this power to create new life now should we go about this you know should we take it upon ourselves to play god and create new life that has been naturally selected to to no longer live on this earth and just bring them back throw them back into this new era of life you know what what are your guys' thoughts on that whole philosophy you know should we if we had the ability to do this, should we? Uh, so long as they're in their own isolated environment, or else they're kind of just like invasive species and they'll wreck ecosystems and all that, sh- all those shenanigans. So just keep them to do the whole like island that. So because like the re- the the recent Jurassic World movies, they're all out and about in the United States now, which is, in my opinion, an awful idea. But, like, the second and third Jurassic Park movies where they're on their own, like, little island, I think that's great. Just chilling, yeah. Yeah, they, they got their own little habitat. That's good. Okay. But eventually, with Jurassic Park and uh, the new one, Jurassic World, um, the humans will try to capitalize off of that and open a new park. And I agree with Patrick. If they all just left them alone, it's fine. You know, let nature take its course. But our greed and our manipulation of them leads to bad things, which 
Jurassic Park doesn't really take itself too seriously. It's a movie about dinosaurs eating people. It's not a gritty, <laughs> gritty film. It's very fun. All of them are pretty fun. Right. But right. It's pretty clear that the answer is no, we shouldn't be playing with genetics and life itself. Okay, yeah, that's that's where I wanted to get to. Like we we've already kind of we we have cloned animals before. You know, we have cloned life. Uh, that's exactly what, you know, they're doing in the movies. You know, taking blood samples from mosquitoes, prehistoric mosquitoes, dinosaur blood, you know, just cloning them and adding, like, some frog DNA to them. Um, there was also something that got brought up, like, in the second movie where these dinosaurs are engines' property. They... Uh, belong to them they are their property you know if something is created by man manufacturedly you know um close to natural but not exactly does that do they have like the same um rights as other living beings in your guys's opinion well i mean you can own a cow i don't i don't see why you can't own a dinosaur that's not that's uh, not what i mean though like <laughs> You're not you're not creating the cow in a back to tank, you know. Like if you did, does that cow have the same rights as other living beings? Life is life. That's and, uh, life always finds a way. I think is a quote. That is the quote, and I do agree. Um, regardless of where you come from or how you've come upon this earth, I do think every living being is. Um, has the right or is equal to each other, you know, regardless of how you got here, I think, you know, um, the same thing with, you know, the whole philosophy of if we should, I didn't give my answer, sorry, but if we should do it, I don't, I personally don't believe that if we had the ability to recreate dinosaurs, I don't think we should do it because, you know, they, they have had, their chance they were naturally selected to be gone you know through whatever means the meteor or whatever but like you know they had their time and bringing them back that's just disturbing the natural world order if that makes any sense that's my answer that's my opinion the era but, of giants is over yeah yeah they, evolution they, has made everything small I don't know, but like, what? If, what if you just make it like a, you know, it's it's a it's a museum. They're in their own isolated habitat, and in essence, it's just a museum, like what Jurassic Park was meant to be. It's literally just, it's not. You're not throwing them into the world to do whatever. You're just keeping them as a re re showing of ancient history, science, right? Whatever. That. I understand the whole purpose of Jurassic Park was to be a nature preserve of prehistoric life. You know, I understand that. Yeah, I think that's pretty dope. Uh, I would totally be down for that. Okay. I mean, hey, I I see where you're coming from. I if some if some if somebody manufactured a test tube cow, and like had it in a museum building for all to see, dude, I I wouldn't be against it. I mean. Sure, it's alive, but it's just it's it's still a cow. It's it's just a different type of cow, and nobody would be mad if you threw a cow in a museum so long as you kept it fed. Okay. Well, I think the point with Jurassic World 
is they is they got the park running. Yeah. For how many years before it happens, they got it running and it was all good. No incidents. Nobody was eating Samuel L. Jackson. We're all good. <laughs> um, but eventually, people got bored and people want more and they want more, and so they had to up the stakes by creating the like Indomitus or whatever. So like I don't think ones? it's human nature to just uh, we always want more. Well, yeah, that's just because Jurassic Park was run by dudes who wanted, or Jurassic World was run by dudes who just wanted some money. If you just had dudes who, all the dudes in charge are just dudes who who just like dinosaurs. Then I think if people are like, we're tired of the dinosaurs, we want to see more, that they'd just be like, sorry, there's, these are the dinosaurs, and and then that's that. But then there would be no movie. No, of course not. But like, still going from that concept, like, um. Hey, this is what hap or what they were so many years ago. You know, sixty-five million years ago. This is what they look like. This is what this is how they act like. You know, whatever. If you're not pleased with that, then that's not our problem. That's not their problem. You know, it's it's not it's not like why should humans create more just to satisfy other humans and disrupt uh you know, and just create something else that's not a real-life thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know what they should have done? Yeah. Uh, in Jura- I'm kind of side-tangenting off this subject, but kind of related because of their appearance. Like, Jurassic World, right? It came out a good number of years, like, what, two decades almost? A lot of years after Jurassic Park. As such, there's plenty of new discoveries about dinosaurs. Like how, like t- t- a lot of them had feathers, and like stuff like that, bro. I would I would have really appreciated if Jurassic World made it more modern science applicable for these dinosaurs. Like if the T Rex ex- exhibit suddenly had this T Rex with, with little feathered, uh, <laughs> with like a feathered chest or whatever it was, and then like people get to learn what science is right now too as they're watching the movie. That would be pretty cool. I think that was a line of dialogue in the Jurassic World movie. Like, th- these dinosaurs should have feathers, but we modified them out as kind of like a retcon to their not knowing they had feathers in the 90s. But I agree, it would have been cooler to have been more scientifically a- accurate. What a bunch of pans. They wanted to appeal to the. They wanted to appeal to the people who just wanted to see the familiar dinosaurs. Bunch of pansies. No, I totally get it. I think accuracy is more important, especially for like, you know, kids who are, um, who get, uh, who look at these movies and they're like, whoa, I want to be a paleontologist. You know, like when, when I was, when I first watched Indiana Jones, I'm like, I want to be like him. I want to be like Indy, you know, um. And, and and I and I do believe like it's better to be more accurate with the information that is given, regardless of it being you know sci-fi, part of pop culture, whatever. It, I, again, I still think it's better to be more accurate. I got you. But overall, as someone who who went to film school, Patrick. Yes. The whole the story is like whatever. When it comes to Jurassic Park, I think like there's always some natural. Or some disaster oh, yeah. going on, you know? It, there was no critical acclaim for its story. It was entirely its visual effects and its sound design. 
uh, the things I really wanted. Yeah. Uh, speaking of sound design, great transition for t- today's game where we're we're playing the game of guess which real animals made the dinosaur sounds. So oh, that's cool. Every dinosaur, according to the composer or was he the composer sound designer Gary Rydstrom? Nope, Gary Rydstrom, the sound designer, not the composer. Uh, all the dinosaurs are made from actual animal noises. So, I'm going to uh, list the dinosaur that made the noise, give you a series of options of what that noise could have been, and then have you go from there, alright? So first off, we got the Brachiosaurus. I wish I could give you a soundbite, but I can't, so you just have to try to remember from your experiences watching the movie. But, so we got four different animals to choose from, and you can choose multiple animals, because sometimes there will be multiple, multiple answers. So, I got elephants, donkeys, cows, snakes. Cow. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with elephant. Okay, so the answer is elephants, cows, and donkeys, but the primary one is donkeys. Uh, and the the sound designer was talking about he really enjoyed the, the <laughs> he really liked using the donkey sound because the don uh. The like yodeling that the donkey does if you slow it down he felt like it was a pretty good dinosaur noise and that's like the i think the loudest or the longest ones are usually the uh the donkey ones interesting then we got my favorite or my yeah my favorite actually i'll save the t-rex for last we're gonna go to the velociraptors hmm. from the same options um no so this one uh we got uh, cr- African cranes. Well, that's pretty specific, so I'm just going to go ahead and say that's one of them. We also have turtles, tortoises, donkeys again, horses, and people. Humans. Horses and okay. humans for me. Horses and humans? That's a pretty good answer. Joe? Same. I'm going to go with... I know there is some human element to it, because I don't think horses can hiss like that. So it's African African cranes, tortoises, not turtles, and horses. Uh with and there's also one human noise uh from a friend of the sound designer, because the sound designer asked his friend, Hey, can you make any weird sounds? And the guy just made a really weird noise with his throat and he used it. Nice. Uh, in the credits. I mean, probably somewhere. Probably in, like, the special thanks section. <laughs> Alright. Next, uh, lastly, of course, the most well-known one, we got the, t- the T-Rex, Tyrannosaurus Rex, uh, in which we have lions, tigers, elephants, or hippopotamuses, mice, whatever the plural for hippopotamus is. Hippopotamus? Lions and hippos. Yeah, yeah. Lions and hippos. Uh, so it's actually uh, tiger. Uh, for all of the the growl related noises and the lower pitch frequencies. But if you remember the T Rex noise from Jurassic World, it's got this really high pitch sort of uh, almost metallic noise coming from it. That's a baby elephant, which only made the noise once when they were recording. So every single T-Rex roar has the same baby elephant toot 
that it did with its trumpet. That's super cool. It's a mix of low-frequency tiger and this little San Francisco Zoo baby elephant, which made a really weird toot and never wanted to do it again. <laughs> That's Game amazing. Play. That's yeah. hilarious. Let me just give credit to that game, to uh, uh, NPR, because they had a great article, uh, which kind of gave all the sound design uh, stuff about it. So credits to NPR for being awesome. Who do you guys think is the antagonist of the Jurassic Park series? Oh, that's easy. Because it's not until the last one, Jurassic Park 5, Fallen Kingdom, we actually see a human murder another human. Yeah. And up until then, it's all just been greed and personal greed gain, yeah. which I could argue isn't necessarily evil, but... Well, no antagonist is always evil, you know? Like, again, I'm going to use this example, Thanos. There's a big argument to say if he's evil or not, but for Jurassic Park, I think the antagonist um, is humans themselves, you know? Uh even even the creator of Jurassic Park, John uh, Hammock, you know, he wanted to do this for some reasons that were admirable, I guess, you know, to show other people what they were like, you know, to bring them back, to preserve them. Okay, but there were people like above him, like for in corporate of InGen, who just wanted this as um as some corporate theme park thing, you know? So it, it all comes down to humans, in my opinion. Uh, well, I mean, antagonists can always also be, like, ideas. Like, uh, for for me, I think it's just greed for the Jurassic Park movies. But, like, just to give examples of how much this ha- happens, like, Lord of the Flies, my, in my opinion, the antagonist is immaturity. Because uh, the kids just kind of kill each other to have fun. Um, so, and then, like, for... For Jurassic Park, I feel it's just greed. It's it's like the the bad guy in the movies is just people wanting more for themselves or more for their companies. That's so true, and not even considering uh, the lives of these animals. I you know that that's also a part of it. It's like oh I don't these things are made these things are made by us. You know they're like Mewtwo and Pokemon. I I we own them so we can do whatever we want with them. No. That's not right, I don't think. Question of the day, or Madame Raz's homework. Let us know what, you, what your thoughts on the whole theming of Jurassic Park is. You know, what we've been discussing, at least in the first half of the episode. Let us know what you think uh, on Instagram in the comments. Um, well, that's all the time we have for today, guys, unless you guys want to add something else. Watch Jurassic Park. When Jeff Goldblum speaks, he's the voice of reason. Jeff Goldblum sure. is the voice of reason, that's for sure. <laughs> watch Jurassic Park. Yeah. Oh, also watch the short film. Watch the Jurassic World short film. I forget what it's called. Uh, they have a short film. Watch it. Look it up. You heard him. New one. Jurassic Park World Dominion is scheduled for 2021, but I doubt that's gonna happen. Dominion on schedule. Wow. What a title. All right, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode here on Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and on TikTok at Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore Show. Make sure to tune in every Thursday on the Live 365 app Eagle Radio Station where we are live. Catch you on the next one.